Good morning, good morning, good morning. I want you to take this opportunity to make sure you are woke. <laughs> I might be speaking to myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. But now I want you to take this opportunity to just relax. Thank God that you're here. Be grateful. And never forget to give God thanks for everything you do in and through your life. God is so good to us. The devil tried to take our attention on God's goodness and focus on the trials and tribulations that we have been through. And if we keep our focus on the past, we would never be in a position to grab hold of what God has for us in the future. So I don't want any of us looking into the past or being upset about what happened in the past or unforgiving someone that done something to us in the past. I want us today to make a fresh start. And some of us may say, oh, I'm already refreshed. I'm already cleansed. I'm already this. It's nothing more than just being refreshed. You understand? And being recharged. Not saying you've done anything wrong to be refreshed. Or that your fire is out. That you have to be recharged or, you know, relit. It's nothing like just being new. When things are new, they become better. So this morning, Father, we thank you. In spite of all the obstacles and trials and tribulations that you have told us about in your word, you revealed so much in your word, and you also revealed a way of an escape. And that's through focusing on you, God. The enemy may try to come and bring distraction so fast, suddenly, suddenly. But we continue to stand fast. And I don't want anyone to feel like you're doing something wrong because you're going through a trial or a tribulation. It's actually the other way around. If you're not going through any trials or tribulation or never faced a trial, tribulation or an obstacle, that means that's something wrong. <laughs> the devil is not going to attack those who are on his side. Hallelujah. He only attacked those to keep them away from knowing who they really are. So he continue to take from them what God originally given over to them. Hallelujah. So today we just take this day and just relax, knowing that everything is already taking place. And you know when we already know everything, every step that we're taking, we know it already happened. And I love I meditated yesterday when it said, when God said He sees things from the end down to the beginning, and from the beginning all the way up to the end. So you see my end. I know my end is prosperous because I'm walking with God and I'm aware of what I have a right to do to Christ. But if my life walking with God is prosperous the way it is now, I'm bold the way I am now. I have the wisdom I have now. I have the gifts that I have now. Imagine how sharpened and quickened I will be months and years from now. If I'm aware of my power of this amount now, imagine how much more. So that's how we look from a place. That's how we look from a place where we are now.
to see and to know and understand that it only gets greater from here. So if you're in a place where you feel like it's greatness happening in your life, or you feel like it's, you know, you okay, it's, it's going good, it only gets better. And for those who feel like it's not so good, trust me, it always gets better. I was so thankful unto God because I said yesterday, the storm is over. And let me tell you, the, the storm that we all face is when we're out of position. We begin to listen to another voice other than God and try to take care of matters in our own hand, in our own way of understanding. And we find ourselves short every time because we're not created to take care of ourselves. We do the best we can. But it still leaves us stressed out and sleepless nights and symptoms of depression that Christ already bore on the cross. We read bringing things from the enemy that Christ already afforded us. We're operating in the symptoms of it. And we don't even have to. Now, an obstacle or child tribulation, it does not feel good. And sometimes they come back to back to back. And it's easy for people to say, oh, I praise through a trial. Or I praise through a tribulation. That's not, all, that's not every single one of our testimony. Sometimes we don't pray. Sometimes we don't praise. Sometimes we just want to be alone until it's over. Sometimes we go to God and say, God, why is it happening? Or God, take it away. And it's, it's normal to feel that way. But it's even better to put our trust in God. To stay equipped. Stay equipped meaning knowing who you are at all times. There's a scripture in every, in, I mean, there's a scripture, I was to say in every Bible. There's a scripture in the Bible for every obstacle, trial and tribulation. That will help us. That benefit us. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important to read the word of God. And if you don't understand. Or if it seems like it's just not your cup of tea to read. It's not your, you know, what you like to do. Just pray to God that you fall in love with his word. Because that's the only way you can remain on top of knowing who you are By knowing who you are by reading his word Because his word is not just for that time His word forever stands For this generation, the next generation, the next generation, the next generation And so forth God said I already see your end down to your beginning And I'd be like God what do you see? Show me some things that I'm not even aware about. Give me something like five years. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get too deep in the years. There's some things, you know, I don't want to know everything. I just want to be prepared to receive everything. I had no idea 10 years ago I would be saying what I'm saying right now. But God already had it planned out. It's already been established. He already know what we're going to say before we say it because it already happened. Before we call on him, he knew he was going to call on him because he already saw it. He already heard it. So don't think that your future holds anything negative. 
Your future doesn't hold poverty. It holds prosperity. It doesn't hold weakness. It holds the strength of God. And when I say weakness, I don't mean humility. I mean that those who feel like they can't do anything. They don't feel strong enough to do anything. Because they're so vulnerable emotionally. Because they've been attacked so much verbally. And God is surprising me every step of the way. Because I am saying things and I'm feeling ways. And I'm seeing things and hearing things that I never thought would even come out of my mouth. In the way it comes out. So much wisdom. So much knowledge. And you can't have knowledge without understanding. God called me Muffin. <laughs> he called me Muffin yesterday. I thought it was really cute. I said, oh, it's, okay. it's cute. Because the reason why he said I miss Muffin is because I thought about him being in every single one of our lives. On Facebook, it was a challenge that we all put up a then and now picture. A now and then picture, should I say. And I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a big baby, but I wept when I seen everyone's picture. And I was like, God, I can see the rest of their days in their picture. I can see their upbringing in the picture. Look at the style. Look at the smile. Look how they look when they were young. I was so emotional. Because I just saw more than just that day, that, that capture. I saw your upbringing. I saw you as a see you as a child of God. I see every time that God was with you and how he spent that day with you and we weren't even aware of it. How angels are with you, standing before you and behind you, on your left and your right. You're surrounded by God's word and not even aware. Some of us grew up in the house without church. Some of us didn't grow up in the church at all. Some of us heard about God growing up. Some of us didn't hear about God at all. Some of us grew up with love in the house. Some of us didn't grow up with love at all. Some of us grew up in the home put together. Some of us didn't grow up in the home put together at all. Some of us grew up in the home. Some of us didn't grow up in the home at all. And I saw all of that in everyone's picture. But through all of the, throughout of all the things that we've been through, God showed me in everybody's picture how he was present. That's why I cried. And he's still our present. He showed me the thin of you and him there. And in your now picture, he showed me the him and you. That means that he's showing his faithfulness. He's been with us our entire life. And most of us not even aware of it. The places that people try to tell you religiously that God won't go to a place of sin or God wouldn't have went with you in no club or God wouldn't have been with you while you're drinking and smoking. Do we not know when Christ said it's finished, God was satisfied. Now there's no longer a blockage between you and I and God because the blood removed the blockage. The blood brought us back together that sin separated us from God. So no matter what you and I ever do, God said he would never leave us. And he showed that in his word. Look at all the generations how God walked with his people to, to bring his people freedom and bless his people. For example, 
He never left Adam and Eve when they deceived God. He called out to him. And when they had when they had Cain and Abel, after Cain killed Abel, God talked to Cain. Where's the brother? He didn't leave you. God talked to Jacob and Esau. Talked to all of us. And I love how he put the testimonies in the Bible when people were at their darkest points. I just killed my brother. And God is asking me, where is he? God didn't leave me. Now I might have gotten the, the punishment due to what I've done. Or felt the resentment. And the guilt. And feeling the shame. God's presence was on Judas. I screamed after he portrayed Jesus so heavily that he felt he, he was filled with so much guilt and shame that he killed his own self. God never leaves any of us. And when I saw those photos, that's what that's what made me, you know, shed a couple of tears. Because God showed me him then and he showed me him now and forevermore. He would never leave us. Now let me tell you something. There are going to be people who might catch you off guard. And it's not intentionally and sometimes it may be intentionally. But just remember to stay calm. Don't be argumentative. Don't yell. Don't fuss. And even the things that they say, if it hits you and it, and it bothers you, some people say hit it where it hurts and it bothers you. Don't let it. I pray right now that we no longer walk in offense. I don't care if someone say something to you that you used to do or anything. I pray that you become unbothered by any lack of knowledge. Any foolish words being spoken to you or over you or against you. Quick testimony. You know, I was talking about yesterday how my desire is just to see people's skin recover, limbs grow. Well, hallelujah. I see, I saw a testimony. God was so excited to make sure I saw that testimony. I saw it in the paper. It's this guy who was burnt in a fire. Some of his hands were gone. Some of his skin is gone. His eyes were melted shut. And oh, Jesus. And all this I prayed. Hallelujah, God. You're so good. And I saw his. They, it was a. This, can I get it out? It was his first. This was the first surgery ever performed. In that kind of way. And this guy, they, oh man, put it like this. He has fresh skin, new limbs, hair grew back, and could see as if he was never burnt at all. My God. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm praying for. That's what I'm hungry for. I'm not hungry for what we already have. We already have that. You already have businesses. We already have children. We already have marriage. We already have prosperity. We already have the businesses, the wealth, the abundance. We have that. Now what we need to stay in a place of praying for is for people being 
back into their original state. Health-wise, physically, mentally, emotionally. That's what I'm talking about. Because if people receive the help mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, they wouldn't do some of the things they do or say the things that they say. Hallelujah. I have a very busy schedule for the summertime. God's going to have me join a, a lot of campaigns, meaning not to be a part of them, but to actually be there in the midst of them. And one of the campaigns I share with you is going to be, uh, um, what is that walk? Uh, Susan, G. Go- Susan G. Goldman, Goldman, that breast cancer walk. I'm excited to be in that atmosphere. Hallelujah. Because no one's going to leave out there the same. And I'm praying for them right now before the time even come. Because that's where my focus is. I had no idea my passion was healing. I had no idea. I, I know I love to. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. To release God's love. Love is healing. That's a form of love. But I had I never thought I had so much of a passion to heal. I mean to heal literally. And God told me, don't ever think that don't ever be in a place where you think the healing is coming from you. Because when you do, you're going to find it not taking place. And you're going to sit around and wonder why didn't it work. Because we have to know, even though we know it's coming from God, but we have to settle ourselves with that. We're just a releaser. He's using us. Some of us get confused because just because he's using us. He's releasing it through you. So when we stay in a place of knowing I'm just a vessel... You will always see it come to pass. Christ is not going to leave no one without. He's not going to have you go near someone and lay hands on their blind eyes and let them leave again blind. Hallelujah. And some of us, God said, we have asked for what we, to, to, what we ought not to ask for. Some of us asking God to raise the dead and yet we, we walking around dead. And some people want it for their own glorification. But we're not going to live like that anymore. I thank God to reveal to me where to pray from, what place to pray from. A place of stillness, a place of reassurance. It's assured already. Your well-being has already been assured. Your children's well-being has already been assured. Well, how can I have a blessed marriage when you keep your focus on God? Failure would never be an option when you're walking with God. When you turn your eyes off of God, that's when you begin to fall. Hallelujah. A lot of us not... We're not so welcoming with change because we get so used to the things how it you so how things used to be. 
And you can't live like that if you're walking with God. Because he's always doing something different. He's always doing something new. That's why you don't come with any baggage. You just come alone. Because he will clothe you in every season. You may come to God with a bag full of summer clothes. And yet you better step into an atmosphere of snow. And I mean that spiritually. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a metaphor. To come to God just by yourself. Having the heart to trust God. We all been there when we was like, God, we need you right now. When it came to bills or anything, finances, God, we need you right now. We got a certain amount of days. And look where we are today. We overcame that situation. Because God's not focused on that. Because he knows what he can do. He wants us to know what he can do. And what we can also do. The devil tried to confuse me. He tried to show up in my dream and make something seem like it is when I know in fact it's not. But what I do know is an angel wrote my name down when I walked past the angel. And the angel said to me, Someone told me to let you know that you have been marked down for 3.30. I don't know if it's 3.30 in the morning, 3.30 in the afternoon, 3.30 today, 3.30 tomorrow. I don't know. But all I receive is that my name has been crossed out the list and they said 3.30. <laughs> so I receive it and I rest on it. But when that time comes, I'm going to look at the time. <laughs> And see 3.30. Hallelujah. I don't know what, when, where, how, who. But 3.30. Hallelujah. I love that the angels are becoming. I'm bec no, I'm not saying they are becoming. I'm becoming more aware of their presence. And I want you to be aware more too. God don't want us to pray from a place saying words like. Lord deliver me. You have been delivered. Now, in order to receive your deliverance, ask me to forgive you. That's what he wants us to do. Not spend so much time, God, I'm such a sinner. And then when you become saved, you still put yourself down. I'm just a wretch. I'm a nobody. I'm not worth God's love. I don't deserve God's love. We don't do anything. But what I will not say is that I'm not worth God's love. I don't use the word deserving because that's not even a category to walk with God. Deserve. I don't even use that in the category of my natural walk. I already used the word afforded. It was afforded to me. It was granted to me. It was favored to me. It was restored to me. 
I have the attitude and the audacity to go to God with the attitude knowing I know you had to had to have a thought to make another plan to bring us back to you. Because we're your children and I see myself as his child. Not his equal, but created in his image and his likeness. And I know he would not give up on himself. So I know you had to make another plan. Because one, because of one man, many of us, many of us was made sinners. Because of one man, many of us was made righteous. So I don't go to God like uh, I don't deserve you. Whatever can I do because of, of uh, I'm just a nobody. Look at my mess. I'm just a sinner. No, I have been redeemed. I'm connected back. I'm in the face of God. Because I'm in the will of God. Being in God's will is receiving God's way. Receiving his words and walking in them. Knowing that you above and not beneath. Know that you're the head and not the tail. Okay, God. Okay, I pray right now for those who are in a relationship and you don't feel appreciated. God did not put you with no man or no woman. Especially if you have to wonder if they're looking at someone else. Let's go both ways. If you have to search through their phone. Sneak around and snooping through things. God said that's not what I intended for you. If you're afraid to go certain places because you think that they're going to take their eyes off of you and put them on someone else, can't even watch certain movies, listen to certain songs because you're afraid they're going to lust, can't even bring them around your friends or your family. Every day you're wondering, is this person faithful and loyal to you? This person causing you to do things to yourself you've never done. Just so you can look like the people that they keep lusting over. God said you are beautiful. You are handsome. If they don't like you for who you are, then get rid of them. If you have to wonder if they're cheating, not because you need healing to receive a good person, but if you know that you know what they're doing, get rid of them. Now, for those who are married, continue to seek God on what to do. He will lead you every step of the way. With those who are single and dating, in, long, in these long relationships, you don't feel appreciated. 
And if you reveal it to them about how you feel and they still don't make a change, leave. Because if a person really care about you, they're going to allow you to know every day how much they care. And it doesn't stop. It only gets greater. And for those who've been cheating their, their spouses or their partners so romantically, so loving in the beginning. And then when you got used to it, you got settled and you got, what's the word, Father? Comfortable. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They got comfortable. Now, if you bring it to their attention and they decide to make some change, you still go to God about it. Go to God about every relationship, even before you even get in a relationship. God sees everything. If your natural father or natural mother try to protect you from people who's not for you, then how you think God, even the more you think how your father going to do, how he's going to act and respond. But when we begin, to, the difference is between our natural parents, they don't care what we say. They still want to say what they want to say regardless. But the difference between God is if you begin to over talk God, he's going to be quiet until you're ready, for, ready to listen. And that's my testimony. And I thank God yesterday. I was like, my God. Woo! I'm free. My God. Jesus. I'm not filled with any regrets. I'm not filled with any negative thoughts. I'm just grateful and I'm thankful. That I allow God to bring me up and out. My God. Jesus. My God. <laughs> My God. Do you hear me? Man. <laughs> and you don't have to be in that situation. You don't have to see women walk past or men walk past and you're looking at your partner to see if they're looking. Or if you guys gone somewhere like to a beach and you see other females or other men there and you're looking at your partner and you feel like, dang, I can't even have a good day because now their attention off of me on them. You're not supposed No. That's not what God created you for. There's so much more to that. You're so much greater than that. So go to God about it. That's the devil trying to bring you down with insecurity. Because you start thinking to yourself, am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I slim enough? Am I thick enough? Is my hair good enough? Is my face pretty enough? Am I handsome enough? Am I buff enough? Come on. Don't make any changes to yourself. About yourself unless it's for you. If it's what you want. And not what nobody else wants for you. Hallelujah. So I thank you all for your time this morning. God I thank you so much. That you get all the glory, honor and praise. A lot of things that we just be so offended by. It's just nothing. 
All those things that we are worrying about or worried about, it's nothing. Look how many trials and tribulations you have overcame. Because in God's eyes, it was nothing. If he'd done that, imagine how much more he's about to do. Every step you take, just know it already happened. So guess what? You have the power to create the future that God already see taking place regarding your decision making. See how much power he's given us? Now, now, let me give you an example. You can look at your life and you can treat your life and have the attitude, I'm going to live the life I want to live for the rest of my days here on earth. I want to do what I want to do. And that's what God saw for you in your future because you made that decision. God's plan is his plan for us. But until we walk in his will and yield ourselves over to him, you're creating atmospheres that you don't want to create. And I thank God that we cry out to him when we notice we're making mistakes. Because there are some people I'm praying for right now that stop being so stubborn. Stop being filled with pride. Just admit I made a mistake. Some people don't want to admit they made a mistake. We all have to say, we all say it. What's so different from you? Some of us just walking around just miserable and dumb because we don't want to admit we wrong. So I said from this day forward, God, my decisions determine what you see in my future. So from this day forward, I'm only going to do things aligning with your word. Now, would I be finding myself saying, forgive me? Of course I will. Because I'm still growing. But you know certain mistakes that we know we should not make. Hallelujah. And I thank God that that storm is over. So you will have a blessed day. The enemy is also out there to try to kill us and destroy everything that you hear, see, and understand from God. Just face it. That's what he's going to do. But through it all, we are overcomers. Use your faith. Never stop praising. That's your weapon. Never stop giving thanks. Hallelujah. God would turn everything around in your favor if you let him. God don't want you to be around toxic people. Well, how I know this person toxic is all they got to say is things that are negative. They find something wrong with everything because they're miserable. Don't be entertained by them and don't you entertain them. Some people go on people's social medias and look in their personal life to see what they can find recently current to have something to talk about. A person that knows too much, that's a nosy person. You're not supposed to know everything. Especially about everybody. 
We represent God. We represent God right. I went outside yesterday about the minister. And, and I just, all I felt was, I felt generation upon generation in the past from the Bible on how Moses, how Moses stood, how Jacob stood, how Abraham stood, how Isaac stood, how Naomi stood, Esther stood, Sarah stood, Joseph stood, Jeremiah stood, how everyone stood as a believer. And yet here I am in this generation, standing outside, standing spiritually, filled with all God. And I begin to just, my heart, sometimes God touch your heart and your spirit. You begin to like cry out for people around you. It was people at the bus stop and I was like, ah, I just feel all God's love pouring out of me into them. And some of them not even aware, but their spirit knows that God is here. His presence is here. That's why it's so important to let your spirit man overtake your flesh. Because the spirit knows. Hallelujah. I was like, my God. I'm going to tear this world up in a good way. And you're with me. I said, God, now I see why our assignments are very important. Because you don't give small at all. You give big. If he given if he have given out inventions that we're benefiting still from today, from 17, 1600s, from the beginning of time. Some of these inventions, some of these inventions, I'm like, how did you think of that? My God. Some things I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. I thank God for the adventures like vehicles, beds. Someone thought of tissue. Someone thought of plates, cups, telephones, buses, trains, airplanes, pens, paper, blenders, juicers, microwaves, even the food and the recipes, peanut butter. Bread, everything. Oven. <laughs> Buildings. Homes. Grass. You know they got all the fishy grass. Come on now. Somebody said grass going to I, I, I think I went too far with the grass. <laughs> <laughs> that, grow, that, grow, that grows already. You <laughs> get what I mean. Hallelujah. <laughs> I went too far with the grass. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. All these inventions. My God. Shoes. I mean, go all day with this. ATMs, banks, a paycheck. <laughs> Hallelujah. Clothes. My God. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I just thank God for everything that he's, that he's done. That was all from God. So if he done that from, from the beginning of time to now, imagine what else he has in store as far as inventions. He's a creator. That's what he does. He creates. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a partaker of what he's creating. I want to know what God's currently doing. I'm always in God's face. And of course, if he want to reveal it, he will. Some things he have you wait for. Or he'll give you a small glimpse, give you a puzzle piece. Hallelujah. I say, Father, while we're here, we're going to represent you and we're going to represent you well. You will be, you are being lifted high. And we thank you for who you are. I'm just so passionate about lifting God up in this earth. Revealing to people how good he really is. Loving on people. I thank God that I'm fearless. When it comes to people that's filled with devils and all of that. Every day I become more and more bold. That don't happen overnight. It comes with growth. Spending time with God. Whatever you're hungry for, you will receive. Whatever you knock on the door for, it's going to open up to you. Hallelujah. I thank God for your life. Know that you are blessed. You are favored. When I look outside my window, I don't see what I used to see anymore. I see change. Now that I see change, now I know what to do to bring forth the change that I see. See, I don't see what the world sees. I see how God sees now. But I know the world ways are still existing. But God's ways and vision is the final answer. It's the empowerment. So now I know what to pray for. That no one will want to take vengeance. No one will want to kill. No one will want to listen to the enemy's voice. To kill. No one will entertain their want to entertain their flesh and do drugs. They begin to have a heart for God and do better. There's no parent out there that's gonna be comfortable with not wanting to be a part of their children's life. And there's no child who's gonna be comfortable to be so angry at their parent and not accept them and forgive them for not being there. There's no one going to say, I have this sickness, I have this disease. We're going to begin to have revelations of what it's like to have heaven on earth. Healing, wholeness. There's no marriage going to fall. There's no family going to fall. Because we look to God. There's not going to be any gang violence, any occultism. No one's going to want to listen to their own voice anymore or be entertained by the devil anymore 
or want to do evil anymore or want to be racist anymore. They're going to want to begin to join now. Have a heart to join and get in the game. To see the beauty and the uniqueness of every race joining together in spite of everything that we've been through and the devil trying to tear us out. We're going to be walking, walking unforgiving. Not mad at America for all the hidden secrets that this country was built upon. No one going to hate this country or going to want to terrorize this country or any citizen in it. And it's going to be vice versa as America to any other country and nation. Every nation are joining together right now for the glory of God. And every false God will fall and bow before the king right now. All those Buddhas, those Elijah, whoever it is. It crumbles down now. People will begin to see that their God is not working. There's only one that seems to work and they want to find out who he is. Laws are changing. Governments are changing. Everyone not going to want to just come to America for freedom and opportunity. Every nation going to give the same opportunity and the same freedom and the same justice for all. I call forth every nation and every person that's in the nation. Then we begin to turn our hearts around and allow God to be our source. And I come against any person that's being influenced by the enemy that you would no longer want to be influenced by the enemy anymore to cause destruction upon the earth. You see what happened? When we pray from places like that, then we get praise reports. This happened, I prayed for new skin on people yesterday morning. And yesterday evening, I see a report of a man on news, on the paper. He received the first skin implant. His body was burnt up. He looked like like a melted candle. And you could not even tell he was even touched by any limb of fire. New fingers and stuff. Come on. Because that's where God wants us to pray from. That's how you see manifestation when you become a one accord with God. God's not going to do something he already done already. You don't have to redo anything. You know why? If we ask him to redo something, that's like saying he made a mistake. The first time. And our father don't make no mistakes. Hallelujah. I pray we begin to Listen to only God's voice. And then we and then devil, you you are so exposed right now that even if you try to disguise yourself, we still know it's you. You're over. Your plan is finished. You are afraid of this day. You are afraid of this day. I'm aware of this day. And you know what I know this day. There's not going to be any medias, any cameras, paparazzi people looking to you to find a a negative cover story. 
You know how it is when you're walking with God, they out there trying to find what can they see about your life that's contrary to what you're saying? To see the, the, the uh, public rise, another false figure, a hypocrite. People will begin to help build the natural church, the buildings, for us to come in and fellowship and not complain anymore. You're starting to have a hunger right now today to ask, what can I do? How much money do you need? Going into your accounts from that money you've been saving up and saving up and go add into the church fund. Sow your tithes, sow your seed. And even sow seed for somebody else. And without broadcasting it. We're not going to walk around any longer Want to be seen and heard We're not going to walk around Being jealous and envious over each other How are you going to envy Someone who's being used by God That's not them who's doing the work So you're actually envying the person you serve That sounds like the devil to me When you get elevated, someone get jealous because you're being used. They want to shut you up. You don't longer want to shut anybody up any longer. You're going to want to hear what God using them to say. Hallelujah. We go into these countries and nations. Those who call to go to the countries and nations, we go without fear. We go with love. We're not going with assumptions. Them coming to save this nation? No, this God has already saved every nation. So we just coming to be a blessing as well as receive a blessing. Stop thinking. We're not going to longer think everywhere we go. It's going to be filled with people who need God. That's an assumption. Because you may go getting a blessing and receive from God. Hallelujah. That's how we live in this day forward. Calling things that the world see not And we call it as though it was Because it is All these negative leaders They will no longer be negative leaders People that's greed over America For the America's money And thinking that money is power They're going to begin to be submissive right now today To know that love is power It's power in love and not in money all the money that this country has to be a help to this country will come to pass right now. And in fact, thank you, God, it's coming to pass right now. People who are at home getting extra $300, giving out stimulus check, that's God releasing to you the money, of the, the money that was being withheld for whatever reason. I never understood how a country could say they don't have enough money and yet you have a machine to make the money. Come on. This is going to be every nation. Every nation. Those who are in these other nations who are about greed and don't care about the people, you'll begin to care about the people now if God care about the people. Those have allies, we don't need no more allies because we are all one. Any country that's thinking about going to war with another country, we no longer think to go to war any longer because we are one. We will begin to think to take care of our bodies. To eliminate us having so much doc so many doctor visits. 
If you don't yell, you won't stress. You won't stress, you won't end up in the hospital. You won't have high blood pressure. Stop yelling. Stop cussing. Stop being offended. Pressure won't go up. Stop eating all this salt and fatty foods and 12 cakes a week and wonder about your sugar. God gave us every nutrient on this planet to take care of our natural bodies. Every fruit and vegetable benefits an organ in our body. Intake. That's all. Intake. Vitamins, that's fine. I'd rather take a vitamin than an Advil. Hallelujah. Your natural body will experience things. You might get a sudden pain here and there because of what we're doing. Walk on your feet all day. You might experience some tension in your feet. Or you might get a backache or whatever it is. You know you're healed. Hallelujah. Never take your mind off of God. Get ready to see all these sudden changes. I oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, Father. Thank you so much. Now it's time for us to go out in this world and enjoy being children of God together. There's no I in team. We all in this together. I love you so much. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your day. And relax. If you have time to relax, relax. Don't overwork yourself. Don't think overthink too much about anything. Just know, you know what? God got this. So all I got to do is align my will with his will. Knowing that it's his way. Yield over to his will, should I say. And you will see everything that he has for you already. From the beginning. Will you not go through a, a, a quick tribulation or anything? Of course. You're going to spur some suddenlies. You might get something in the mail or somebody might say something or whatever it is. But it's your response that determines your walk. Hallelujah. So watch how you respond from this day forward. And if you find yourself repeating for how you responded, okay, repent. Just learn from that mistake. Just don't keep repenting for the same things. Lord, you know my mouth. Two days later, Lord, you know my mouth. <laughs> A month later, Lord, you know my mouth. Then how about you close it? Don't be a nagger. Nobody wants a nagger. And trust me, everything you've been falsely accused of, the truth is being exposed. Hallelujah. Every lie that was spoken over you, truth is being exposed. I love you. I love you. I love you. Enjoy your day. 